Coming to Sweden as a student is one thing. How is it to work here? Naveen and Abhishek took it one step further. They started their own company. In this episode of Work at LIU, you'll learn more about how it has been for them to come to Sweden and then staying here. Welcome to the podcast Work at LIU. Um, Naveen and Abhi, I've asked you to come here today because you have studied at Linköping University and now you have a startup called Worldish. So from the beginning, like why did you decide to study at LIU? Naveen, do you want to do you want to answer that first? Yep, uh, I came for master's in electronics engineering back in 2014. And to me, the program in itself was really uh, attractive. It was one of its kind with an actual chip designing course embedded in the program. And uh, so that's that's my uh, primary motivation of choosing LIU. And uh, I chose Sweden because uh, of the entrepreneurship support system that was uh, prevailing here. Uh, that was also an add-on motivation for me to choose LIU and Sweden. Okay. And Abhi, you? Uh, I chose Linkshipping University because it was one of the first uh, to mix different fields like engineering and management, which is very interesting for me. Uh, one of the first in Europe, and that's what attracted me to Linkshipping as a city and this university and had a very rich history. And then, of course, we read a lot about Swedish society and the openness of uh, the country and acceptance here. So yeah. that's yeah another reason. Now you came here as students, but I imagine like even if you come here as staff, uh, if you're a PhD or if you're a professor, whatever, whatever kind of staff you are, you kind of have the same fears and expectations. It might be a bit easier as a student because you've got the student organizations and all mm. of that. But how did you prepare for coming to Sweden? Like, was it only did you just read about it, or how did you prepare? Because this is quite you. You guys are from India, and it's quite yeah. different from. It's very different from India. So, Naveen, do you want to start? Yeah. Uh, so, for me, the preparation was uh, a lot of reading things digitally. And there were quite good materials available from Lin Shopping University's homepage and about how the initial days would be and what are the things uh, uh, needed to be known before coming here. So, there was a uh, quite clear guideline on th- those things. And uh, right from the moment I arrived at the Risa Centrum, the train station, there was somebody to receive me uh, who was like, uh, you know, uh, receiving the guest students. Uh, there, there were representatives from the university there. So it was more welcoming and uh, warm, uh, I would say. But having, uh, after coming here, there were a lot to learn about, you know, the Swedish society and uh, the procedures around uh, legal registration in the society and things like that. So that was a bit tough. But there again, international office played a key role in inf- uh, providing all of us uh, with uh, the relevant information and so on. So it was quite smooth, I would say, <laughs> in okay. my experience. Yeah. And you, did you do do the same thing as Naveen? Uh, yes, pretty much tried to re- read up on a lot of things. But of course, you can't read up on everything. And it's tough to get all the information before your actual visit and arrival to uh, Lynn Shipping. So I think probably 80% of it was found out after we landed here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what did you find out after you landed? Like, was it something that was really surprising when you got here? It was like, oh, wow, did not know that this would happen. Um, yeah, there were a couple of things uh, to note. Uh, for example, 
First was the difference in population. The mm-hmm. density here was uh, very quiet <laughs> compared to where yeah. we come from. Uh, so that was quite startling. Uh, but but then also we received such a warm welcome from other international students and in the office here. So, uh, so it was a, a bit smooth, I would say, in the first couple of days because they helped us show show us our rooms and yeah, where we get um, our IDs and things like that. So. Um, so university-wise, it was quite easy. But then when we got out of the university space, then it was a bit more complicated. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any examples from there? You said, like, well, the population, obviously, 10 million people compared to India's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> 1.3 billion. <Yeah. laughs> exactly. Yeah. That, that, is, that is quite a difference. Yeah. Uh, but was there anything else that surprised you? Um, yeah, I mean, it, another another thing that really surprised us was how well people could speak English here. Mm-hmm. Um, so almost every other person on the street could help you in English, and irrespective of their age. So that was really a big relief <laughs> for us coming from India. So we could at least navigate a little bit. And people were quite helpful to give us practical tips even on the roadside and give us help us with uh, finding places and finding buildings. Yeah. Yeah. And Naveen, do you have anything you were surprised about apart from like population and the kindness <laughs> yeah. of the Swedish people? Uh, of course, uh, it was more like the openness in the classrooms, like uh, in uh, in uh, you know the society where I was in, it was quite hierarchical. The institutions yeah. I have studied uh, before, uh, the professors are considered a bit superior to the students. But that was a bit of change here. Here, everybody's on equal ground, and you can freely ask questions to your professor question and the ideas and things like that so that uh, sense of equality and uh, mutual respect in the classrooms that was something I really enjoyed and it was a bit of a I mean I read about it but it was a new experience actually in one way yeah (laughs) that uh, you're being treated equally with within the classroom and that's really good that you're mentioning that because uh, if you come here as staff and you you're um, you're gonna take well not take classes you like you're in charge of classes. It's quite important to know that uh, Swedish students, for them, this is like, that's what you do. You're open. Uh, Everyone's equal. But international students might find it difficult. But as an international teacher or professor, whatever it is, you might come from a place where you are considered superior, but you won't be looked that way in Sweden. Um, So it goes both ways. if we talk about housing, you said you you were shown your rooms and everything, and that was when you were a student. But then, obviously, now you're not in student dorms. How did you find housing after your studies? It was incredibly di- difficult. Uh, and we had to uh, really look within our circles, uh, look out for ads, uh, look out for, look at different housing companies. And uh, and then that's when we realized, okay, we really need to be early in registering ourselves at different housing companies to develop queue points. Because yeah. that's how it works in Sweden. Everything is based on queues. <laughs> and no one uh, gets a privilege over the other. So, um, yeah, so that we thought that we should have known as soon as we landed. In Sweden or even before, actually. Um, yeah, so it was quite hard, but we were fortunate because, yeah, we met, um, we really looked in our circles and we really asked around. And there's a, there's a lot of avenues where you can look for this, like Blockit and other websites. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Naveen, what would you say about the pricing of housing in Sweden? Um, uh, were you surprised? 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was actually. Uh, I was thinking it w- it was a bit on the expensive side. Uh, I, I felt that. Uh, but having said that, once you have a part-time job or uh, some sort of employment or you know uh, income from Sweden, it is manageable. But as international students, when you come in, uh, you feel that it's a bit on the expensive side. I uh, honestly had a feeling like, mm, why can't universities could offer something a bit more cheap? <laughs> yeah. Or or maybe uh, some more um, shared accommodations, uh, which they already do, but more like a, a studio room, a studio apartment sharing and so on, which uh, I think is in place right now. But uh, back in 2014, it was in there. So I thought like maybe it could, the university could provide some more, uh, yeah, uh, yeah uh, uh, cheaper options. I, I was and thinking. that's the that's the student accommodation. Like mm. going privately, yeah. then afterwards, mm. uh, if you decide to either stay after your studies or if you come yeah. from another country, you need mm. to like. It is expensive, and yes. like you said, Abi, that it's very hard to yeah. find accommodation, mm. uh, and not only in Lin Shopping, like yeah. the entire country. Yes. Um, if you come here, you can see in Sweden they're building everywhere, mm. but they're not building fast enough. And even mm. what they're building, it's it's expensive. So mm. you need yeah. to consider that, and a lot of your income is going to go into your housing. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, so you decided to stay and initiate a startup. Was this like the plan from the beginning? Like, let's go to Sweden, study, and then see if we can stay? Or was it like something you came up with uh, during your studies? Naveen, do you want to start? Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, starting a company in Sweden was there in the plan uh, right from the time of admission. Because that was also one reason why I chose Sweden, because uh, I thought there is an amazing uh, uh, entrepreneurship support system, ecosystem here, and uh, ideas are being celebrated, and uh, it's very open to innovations. So that th- those were the things I read about uh, uh, Sweden. So I really was motivated by the thought of uh, starting up a company or a business that can help society in, uh, in Sweden. Yeah, and, okay. uh, so it's a bit of like living the dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And Avid, was this your plan as well or did you? I had a bit of uh, more of an open uh, outlook when I came here, uh, but I wanted to do something with an innovation and, you know, something related to commercialization of innovation. And, and that's also what I did in my specialization, like innovation management. So uh, so yeah, I think we're really fortunate to have uh, stepped on to Worldish and um, yeah, been fortunate to do this journey so far. But um, yeah, I, th- I guess we will come to why we <laughs> why we we started doing this. Yeah, we will. But for, before we come to that, because coming here as a student is one thing, and then staying. Yeah. And then also starting a business, I imagine you guys have been in contact with so many different authorities, yeah. uh, Not uh, because you do that when it comes to work, obviously, be- because of yeah. what your company does, but we'll talk about that. But like personally, mm-hmm. you need to have been in contact with Migrationsverket, Skatteverket, Försäkringskassan, Arbetsförmedlingen, all these big authorities. How has that been? <laughs> like okay, as we're recording, people can't see, but like you're smiling and it looks kind of like yeah, it has been it, yeah. it hasn't been easy, I guess. Yeah, yeah to navigate the the Swedish uh, welfare system, it's not easy. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's 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 quite a task, uh, but uh, that's also because like everything is so well ordered and structured that way. Uh, but it takes some time to navigate that to understand how it works and how it helps a person. 
but of course we had a lot of challenges to navigate Mickey Hoon's work at and the constant change of rules there, stay updated there. Uh, but also even basic things like getting a personal number at Skatavaket and opening a bank account. Yeah. It can be a bit hard. Um and you know, some banks they have different rules. So um yeah and and uh, I, w- i would say like uh, when you are new to the society as strangers we really had to earn that trust from even like opening a corporate bank account with one of the banks it was tough for us uh, so uh, we were fortunate that there were people who believed in the idea believed in what we do but uh, it was a struggle and uh, we uh, the good thing that we did was we didn't uh, give up on um, uh, when we re- received rejections but uh, uh, but the most uh, good thing that we did uh, was we were able to build that trust and we were able to convince some authorities which were uh, uh, like the roadblocks were there with the rules and regulations but we were able to convince that it is a promising business and there is a future with this idea so uh, th- that was the tough part and uh, uh, what we f- hope we managed to do uh, building But that trust did you guys ask for help from mm. from say swedes like how can i handle this and how does this work or did you find out the, all the information on your own uh i think there were a lot of people helping us actually especially our advisors from leo innovation uh and in the beginning stages leo innovation is the student consultancy so they were really helping us they were uh Uh, pointing us in the right direction and uh, uh really uh, you know uh, motivating us not to uh, i mean there were big issues with my grahun's market uh, when you have a business that is not uh, bringing in money in the beginning and it's just an idea uh, so and the rules are built in one way that it is favoring big companies or establishments so there was a struggle so but i think uh, the advisors really supported us they really stood behind us and said like okay this idea can really make a difference and uh, so i think uh, i would say we, we had a lot of support from locals uh, uh, especially from linshopping university that advisory group uh, who helped us with their advices and experience yeah that's nice <laughs> um before we wrap it up um how I I know what your company does uh and I'm guessing that it has helped to have made this journey like with all the authorities but would you just kind of uh, shortly explain Worldish and what what you do and what the idea is behind Worldish and the startup that you have Uh absolutely so Worldish is a tech startup that aims at achieving equality uh and access to equal services and equal information um and we do that through helen and helen is a digital communication assistant that helps people communicate over all kinds of barriers it can be language it can be uh different access to information it can be different education levels so whenever there is a communication barrier or a gap between two people we bridge that through helen and our primary Uh, focus areas are healthcare and public services like yeah communication within megahons work at other public services uh and today we we help uh, clinicians and patients to communicate with each other to achieve equal healthcare uh so that's something we believe at worldish that we want to build a world where language doesn't separate people and a world where everybody has equal access to information healthcare all services irrespective of their gender or country or background or race 
Okay. Any tips you want to give, um, say, international staff that's coming in when it comes to Sweden and uh, what you should think about? Like, you can give one tip each. Naveen, you can start. Uh, I would say you should have a good network in Sweden to be successful in the society. So, And it's easy to make uh, those social networks professionally in Sweden. Uh, everyone is accessible. So I would say uh, network with as much people as you want and uh, approach everyone. Take the first step. Yeah. Abhi? Um, I would add on to that and I would say that I would encourage people to uh, make contact with locals here even before their arrival. Um, also look out for different apps and different integration programs but all look talk to locals because they see the Swedish system from a completely different angle uh, the most typical approach is to talk to previous PhD candidates or uh, alumni people who have been in Sweden but the talking to locals opens a completely different perspective okay thank you very much and thank you for talking to me today thank you so thank you so much, much for having us <laughs> yeah <laughs> You have listened to Work at LIU with me, Priya Eklund, and today's guests, Naveen and Abhishek, who have started the company Worldish. We will be back with more episodes, so make sure to keep a lookout so you don't miss anything.